0: and welcome back to another exciting episode of OneShot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. We've got an exciting month lined up for you here on OneShot with not one, but two adventures and some really great guests. Today, we're going to be joined by Trisha Bobita of WBEZ's Nerdette podcast to play Dungeon World and her first ever role-playing game. And on Thursday, I sit down with senior editor of Forbes magazine and author of Of Dice and Men... David M. Ewalt. We'll be discussing his experiences running his first campaign and the art of role-playing. That's going to be on Critical Success, by the way. A quick reminder, heroes, Cat and I will be on Nerdette this week or next week to discuss gaming, one-shot, and our new role-playing system, Epiphany. We will also be at CodCon April 4th through 6th and C2E2 April 25th through 27th. Before we get started on everything, let's talk about Dungeon World. I've mentioned on the show before that RPGs are a happy accident of wargaming. Most systems are still designed as wargames first. However, in recent years, game designers have been approaching RPGs differently, making their games focus on story and roleplay first and mechanics second. We've featured story-forward games before, like Dread, Feng Shui, and Fiasco, but Dungeon World is special. Dungeon World can actually teach you how to play better. Every rule is designed to pull your focus back on the fiction and the narrative. It expands aspects of RPGs that I thought were unavoidably purely mechanical. When played right, Dungeon World makes every player action an interesting part of the story. The lessons in Dungeon World are universal. You can take the wisdom in Dungeon World and apply it to every other game system. I sincerely believe that simply reading the core rulebook will make you a better GM. I was still learning the rules when we started recording, so we didn't do everything right, but it still provided some great material. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. Alright everyone, welcome to One Shot. I am your game master and you know what, I already went through this at the top of the show. I keep doing that. Yeah. I keep doing that. Um, but we are playing Dungeon World again today. It is a Dungeon World celebration, Yay! I guess.
1: Huzzah.
0: Um yeah. You'll see some familiar faces as well as a special guest. won't. Let's let's start again. Zing. Let's she start, start again. If they were gonna see, us. we'll start again. Uh, that 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 snarky person was Cat Murphy. Hello. Uh, her face should be very familiar through the radio to you. <laughs> My
1: face voice.
0: Uh, learn a little bit about your character this week. Uh, who are you playing?
1: So I'm playing a. Renegade Red, the Felicitous Fox. Red Fox, as the world knows. <laughs>
0: as the world, as the world knows. A
1: famous, very famous author of, uh, of, uh, where are we? New Celia? New
0: Celia, yes. Renegade Red, uh, what does Renegade Red look like? Let's start with a physical description.
1: Uh, so Renegade Red is a young woman with very vulpine features. She's small and lithe, um, has big, bushy red hair, sharp eyes. Vulpine means fox-like
0: for the, yeah. <laughs> For the Alex Manichus <laughs> in the audience, the illiterate,
1: and she has a bright green cape and has a pair of rapiers at her side. Very,
0: but that's not the only thing at her side, is it?
1: Oh no, no, James, it isn't. <laughs> uh, her animal companion, dearest friend, and intern. Uh, Mr. Bertram Badger
0: (laughs) Bertram Badger Yes
1: uh, He is a young undergraduate student Um,
0: Now Bertram might look a little bit different Than what people are picturing right now In their minds
1: Oh yes Because Bertram Badger is a badger Yes. Let's clear okay. that up
0: right away. <laughs> yes, this he's is a, not a humanoid. About
1: a two and a half foot tall badger, <laughs> okay, who uh, has a a blue checked bow tie and a uh, a little bowler hat atop his brown and black and white. All right,
0: um, and let's move on to my podcast mate and mm-hmm. uh, really life partner. Yeah, that's right. Alex Manich, Mm -hmm. welcome to the show. Welcome back.
2: Uh, Can I say I've been on here enough now to maybe be friend of the show? Friend of the show? Have I been? Have I
0: been? I. You know what? I believe we are now at show friendship stage. Show friendship. I'm friend of the
2: friend of friend of the one shot show. I think that gets me a buff, doesn't it? Uh, It does
0: (laughs) get a buff that I will give out later in the program. Even though Kat's a regular, so hers is going to be plus two. Whatever yours ends Uh, up being, regular regular plus two. two.
2: Okay, I'll be plus one of rating fridges or something. I don't know. I get to, I get free access to your free fridge whenever
0: fridges. I want. All right. Alex, uh, let's learn a little bit about your character. Can you give us a his name and physical description on oh, him? Oh,
2: sure. Uh my character is Willem Baby Blues. Uh he is It's a smooth name. It is pretty smooth. Uh and and it's about as smooth as the dulcet tones that come from his voice. Ooh. Uh Willem Baby Blues is uh He's not the most fit person. He's been, you know, he's had his fair share of.
0: Uh, About how old would you say he is?
2: I would say he's in his early fifties. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's 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 not in his prime so much anymore. Uh, you might see a little bit of a receding hairline, but his hair is still very thick where it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's black with some some touches, some salt and pepper in there. Oh yeah, dignified. Uh, a little dig, well, dignity is not looks, the right word. Yeah, already. dignified. Uh, he's, he's been places. Uh, he's also wearing a powder blue tuxedo, uh, with a, with a bow tie mm-hmm. and, uh, some, some white, uh, shoes. Uh, he's actually wearing kind of like lounge shoes. Uh, he's, he dresses for comfort. Uh, a little bit of his shoes are comfort shoes and then, That's what
0: you want on an adventure. Comfort shoes. Comfort (laughs) shoes, you
2: know. uh, Loafers. That's exactly right. And, uh, that's enough for physical description. description. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I, I picture, I picture him as somebody who's got like, some necklaces going, oh is that is that your read on him too, or
2: um you would be able to see some necklaces underneath his tuxedo, yeah, uh, but uh you know they're they're little talismans uh for for you know different things And, the you know he has he has one depending on the lady that he's betting at mm-hmm. night, uh he has one for you know whoever he's taken back home to his uh, to his bed mm-hmm. uh, also, I should mention he's a bard.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a really important mention, right? Um, uh, he is no, of course he is commenter.
2: of course a paladin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so
2: that's uh, that's a well, baby blues of
0: the lounge. All right, <laughs> that's great. Uh, let's let's move on to Maggie Dempsey. Hi. Welcome back. This is your second series on one shot. Uh, still in the same system. We don't we don't want to shock you because you're new to role playing. I'm an N 0 B, and this is your second character, uh, which is a lot like second album syndrome for a lot of performers so you really gotta really gotta put it out there sophomore slump oh
3: god Uh, Um, okay well she's trinket Um, she's 16 years old Um, she's She's, I don't know, she's kind of awkward. She's in that like pubescent phase where she's like tall and kind of scrawny and like. Uh,
0: yeah, but, but when you say tall, you don't mean tall in the way most people mean tall because she's not human, is no, she? No,
3: she's tall for a halfling. <laughs> so she's kind of like too short for humans, but like taller than the rest of her other 16 halfling friends. It's it's very awkward.
0: Uh, halfling meaning. Uh, halfling would be like a hobbit. Oh, So And she's a tall for hobbit, so she might be like dwarf height. Oh, cool. Sure. But she's still like a 16
3: year old pubescent. Girls, ugh, and compared to the boy hobbit, she's like a giant. She's too tall for them, yeah. but too—it's a mess. It's a mess.
0: Oh man, if there were online dating profiles back then, she would be requesting halflings of a like must be at least three foot tall. Yeah, she's got. Standards.
2: There would be emo lyrics in the e- emo lyrics in the dating profile as oh, well. Oh sure, probably. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah,
3: she's a huge fan of. Um, whatever the equivalent of dashboard confessional,
0: I couldn't think of anything fast enough to be clever.
1: What <laughs> <laughs> would the medieval equivalent
0: of dashboard uh, confessional. well, let's see, dashboard that's obviously referenced to a car, cart. yeah, so it'd be a carriage seat uh... <laughs>
3: confessional, <laughs>
0: confessional. Yeah. I guess yeah, confessional still yeah, that's, carriage that's seat confessional. Yeah, that's alliterate. that's, that's alliterate. It's alliterative. So yeah. yeah, it's way better than dashboard confession. Uh, so if your dashboard convention uh, <laughs> convention. Listen, convention listening to one shot, that's your new name because we we got a more alliterative one.
3: Yeah.
2: they don't have You're anything welcome. else to do. Yeah. You're
0: welcome. they definitely don't. And let's move on to our special guest this week. Uh, Trisha Bobita from the Nerdette podcast uh, on NPR. welcome. Hey, guys, from WBEZ. WBEZ. The
4: the bosses like to distinguish between the two things.
0: So. Well, I, oh. we're learning all sorts of things
4: <laughs> right now. Oh, yes, it is not. Well, that's a whole other podcast, my friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> NPR secret. <laughs> Tori Malatia somewhere is just shaking his head back and forth <laughs> um, But welcome welcome to One Shot uh, We're super excited to have you Let's learn a little bit about who you're going to be playing I am this week
4: I Bangarang the elf wizard yes. I have crazy eyes and wild hair Which is not unlike me in real life So that's why we went in that direction
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: And worn robes because I'm a mostly retired pub owner and I just don't care. It's my place. I don't have to dress up for anybody.
0: And before you retired, what were you? What um, was your The pub was just open more. Mhm.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's <a> selective <laughs> hours pub. It's like a do I feel like coming in today? Okay, you can come and
0: drink it. I was trying to tease out the fact that you have magical powers, but apparently <laughs> oh, Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah well, cuz I'm I'm brewing I'm brewing my own beer. So, you know, it's it's brewmaster by magic. Uh and then I'm open with That's I that's actually
0: open. your brew label, I believe, Burnham. Brewmaster by Magic. <laughs>
3: <laughs> by Magic.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a cologne.
2: Brewmaster by Magic. <laughs> <laughs> but magic yeasty. Johnson. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> the Magic, who is a great warrior in this world. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, great. Uh. So you 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 own you own a pub.
4: Mixme's. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's an all right place.
0: All right. <laughs> Well, great. Uh, So we actually join everyone at MixMe's. It's a little bit of a hectic night. It's the time of year uh, that is sort of late summer uh, where the heat is starting to slough off and turn into fall. The touring bards, comedians, uh, magicians uh, usually go through the outer reaches they're spending uh, a lot of the money that they've saved up uh, working the big venues in the city out in the burbs where they can afford more alcohol it's where all the townspeople have uh, almost completely finished with their harvests and they've got a little bit of cash to throw around it's a happy time of year generally speaking Uh, and the pub is alive with activity all sorts of folks are in town Um, and what are you guys doing
2: I'm sitting at the bar, baby. I'm smoking, taking a taking a long drag of that devil leaf. Devil leaf.
0: Devil uh, leaf. Yes yeah. the, the the commonly smoked substance in the setting. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it's devilishly good.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. very- uh,
1: magic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that buy magic was so good that people stole that marketing campaign yeah uh
2: i'm I'm sitting at the bar i'm I'm kinda taking a look at everybody in there, and I'm you know telling every uh telling a couple people who are trying to come up and get an autograph i'm telling telling them to scram
0: yeah actually there there is one creature that is sort of you you didn't notice him at first because he comes out to even when you're sitting down about your shins Mm -hmm. it's a small lizard person (laughs) who has large sparkling hopeful eyes and Mm -hmm. he looks at looks up at you "Ah,
2: mr baby blues
0: I loved your set this evening.
2: Hey, how are you doing, kid?
0: I, I, I find your music enchanting, and I was wondering if... if uh,
2: just just so you know, it does not enchant things. I say that it's enchanting, but it doesn't enchant anything that you have on you.
0: Oh, well, I wasn't here for any sort of refund or, or oh, anything okay. like that. Uh,
2: I've been burned before.
0: Uh, that's all right Uh,
2: by magic (laughs) i've been burned physically by magic before
0: (laughs) oh oh my that that, that does sound um uh uh, he he's uh you can tell he's like sort of trying to keep cool uh he's like uh trying to straighten up his scales a little bit talking to you sure I, I was actually wondering if you might be able to uh, uh lead the chorus in my congregation uh we're, we're the we're the brotherhood of the dragon tyrant um mm-hmm. and we'd really appreciate you uh you know our, our lord petracus uh he he watches mm-hmm. us over with uh, benevolent uh, oppression and sure. uh we would really appreciate you know someone with a voice mm-hmm. like yours to really uh you know uh, help help sing mm. uh y- normally processions are very grim
2: hey i'm gonna stop you right there again. yes uh listen i i like your spunk you know, Thank coming you. up to a guy like me you know uh undoubtedly a a, a big star uh, you got a lot of moxie kid and i like that mm-hmm. however i don't leave the dirt driveway for less than 50,000 gold coins so Ooh, yeah. that's a lot of gold
0: coins <laughs>
2: I thought he might say that. Exactly like that. <laughs> but uh you know I, I hear uh Frank Sinatra <laughs> is uh I think he's available right now, so if you go talk to
0: old Frank. Yeah, if I wanted to hire a half elf, I would <laughs>
1: Whoa. <laughs> Yeesh, Colville.
3: I come up to the small lizard man. I say, um, excuse me, sure. that's specious, and we don't allow that kind of talk in this bar.
0: I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> Do you work for the
3: bar? Yeah, no, I'm the barback. I was just trying to, I can't reach. How can you be a barback?
0: No <laughs> offense, I'm two feet tall as well. <laughs> But looking at those drinks up there you would need at least two step stools to operate the bar properly.
3: I'm just, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying that's thats not the kind of talk we allow here. We welcome all animals and creatures.
0: And- look, look, everyone's welcome. I'm just not going to pay most
3: of them.
2: Hey, kid. Uh, stop messing with the girl. Why don't you go on and, uh... Alright, alright, alright. I'll sign something. Here, and take this.
3: I don't need your help, Willem.
2: Listen, kid, I, I'm not trying to give you help. I'm trying to get that Creepy little thing away from me. Still here.
3: <laughs>
2: I know.
0: <laughs> I don't care. All right. Well, may may may, may the tyrant crush you all. <laughs> <laughs> um and he's he's on his way. <laughs> I love, I love that so much <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's it like parting pleasantry like
3: he says that all day every day yeah. like the, here's he's your change may yeah. the tyrant question. It's like all. those guys
2: who are like when you ask them how are you they're like oh, i'm blessed I'm, I'm blessed please thank 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 the lord or whatever Whenever joel steen yeah. sort of mm-hmm. thing Mm, mm, my spirit has
0: been broken. All of their Facebook updates <laughs> yeah, are like... My spirit is broken, thank you. <laughs> I'm the may mighty the ti- tyrant. <laughs> <laughs> their
3: <Right. laughs> Facebook may updates are, are like, I have so many loving family members around me. I'm so
0: oppressed. <laughs> 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 I'm oppressed with love.
3: Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> <kişining> oppressed.
0: Uh, um, <laughs> all right, so oppressed. Uh, what, what about what about, uh, what about about Red Fox and Bangerang? What are you two up to?
4: I don't want to tell you again... But I'm not taking badger off the menu.
1: I just—it's really inappropriate. I mean, um, you spend a lot of your time uh, tooling around with Bertram, and um, and he's—he's uh, he's a little offended. That's—I think with our history by now, you'd understand how important uh, forest animals are to all of us, really. And uh, it's—I—I I understand that you think they're delicious, but I just—I don't understand. I why. wouldn't have to put badger on the menu. If you wouldn't keep cutting down the fences at the
4: farms, I lost my livestock. I have no more charcuterie of the traditional
1: variety, so I'm doing what I can. Look, okay, I understand that chickens and cows are delicious, but they're also individuals. And you need to consider that. I'm You get to pick three animals that I won't turn into charcuterie <laughs> right now. End of story. The rest are on the table. N- number one badgers. Okay, number one badgers. <laughs> and we'll get back to you
3: <laughs>
2: can I suggest owlbear no owlbear on the menu I play well in front of owlbears I got owl- a lot of good owlbear friends you have a lot of good owl- my fan, my fans a lot of owlbears put, I put asses in seats in the owlbear areas
0: for the uh, few areas where there are awakened owlbears uh <laughs> He is very popular because uh, some of his high notes sound like the baying of owl bears uh, during the mating season. Ah. And that sort of mm-hmm. he's he's the Barry White of owl bears. <laughs> Thank you.
3: <laughs> All of this is making me very uncomfortable, guys. Um. <laughs> Just thought it, God, I'm fine. You know what? Fine. I'll just go get more fire water in the back. God.
0: Meanwhile, uh, on stage, there is a dancer who's getting sort of mixed reactions. It's a half orc. It's a very pretty half orc. Um, but you know the it it's just most people here in this community are humans and when they see a burles- when they see burlesque on the menu they're hoping that it's either a human or an elf or something that doesn't have green skin and 40% of its body covered in hair uh so Uh, She, she's not receiving, uh, good reviews. There's a bit of a commotion on stage, uh, when a little, when, when a little goblin in a, in a, uh, white silk suit gets up on stage and sort of tries to calm the crowd. Everybody, everybody, please, please do not think of this woman as an, an orc or any other sort of raiding humanoid. Think of her as an exotic beauty. She has come here to share her skills with yous guys this evening. <laughs> <laughs> and yous guys must enjoy her exotic display. She comes from the Southlands and the jungles of New Celia. She has explored many exotic areas of dance and performance. She can move in ways that a human performer, beautiful as she may be, cannot. And this, like, the crowd is won over by this, uh, charming goblin with a thick, salt and pepper mane of hair that is nearly as thick as his salt and pepper eyebrows <laughs> which are nearly as thick as his black glasses which sit upon his gobliny nose he steps off stage as band again swells up for this dancing half-orc and the crowd starts hooting and hollering as they should at a burlesque show and he makes his way over to the bar uh, to greet his good old friend baby blue baby baby you were fantastic tonight
2: thank you Morty. i'm still waiting on the uh the proceeds from the last couple shows
0: uh we'll get them to you we'll get them to you you know it's caught up in escrow and uh Mm. mortgage and uh (laughs) uh gold bubble you know Mm -hmm. you know all that right right, i don't need to explain that to you Mm -hmm. Look, I, I I am here for a very particular reason. I've got I've got a gig for you. Maybe not a gig, maybe more like a job. Okay. And when I thought of you, I thought the rest of you guys, your friends here, uh, the the uh, Lady Vulpix, uh, uh, half squat, Marty, you don't represent us, Marty. And uh, <laughs> Crazy Legs. All <laughs> you guys, I thought of you. I thought this is a job. for For you, I think I got a lead on the song sheet of Mighty Comebacks. Oh, wow. We need that sheet. We need that song. You know I've been telling you. Mm -hmm. You're the guy for that song. Your voice is the voice for that song. Sure. I represent at least 60 other similarly voiced people that (laughs) would all benefit from you having a major comeback, Baby Blue.
1: All right. Can we... uh? break for knowledge rolls like absolutely how, how do they absolutely. work in this system um
0: so that would be spelt lore spelt, so you would roll 2d6 um plus the relevant stat which in most cases i believe is intelligence but it could be wisdom in certain mm, circumstances and that is plus your uh modifier your mod
1: so i have a 10 anyone else rolling
0: uh, so 10, ten is yeah, yeah, I'll a success. Do I'll spot as well. I'll spot off. Spout, spout some lore. What am I? What am I rolling? Um, you're rolling two d six, and then you are adding intelligence. I got a ten. Alrighty. So you both get ten, which means you get uh, three interesting and useful facts. Now, what were you rolling about specifically?
1: So I wanted to know uh, how long this thing's been around, uh, what it's really worth, and. Um, I don't know uh, really like what it is.
0: This thing is rumored to be hundreds of thousands of years old. Um, It is a song sheet that was inscribed by a bard in the Ancient elven kingdoms, uh, the gray elves, which existed before time. They were the first creatures to walk this planet, along with dragons, and some rumor even the gods themselves. Um, this artifact was found uh, probably close to 70 years ago uh, by a famous nightclub singer, Heinrich Drakenfeld. He was, of course, a Famous uh, uh, Knollish singer. Um, he came over, not a lot of people gave him credit. He had one hit song, and then he became sort of a la- laughing stock before he came back with a magic song sheet that anything inscribed on it would last for 24 hours and instantly, when read from the sheet, would become a major hit. Mm. It's sort of like auto tuning. Um, <laughs> However, Drakenfeld, when he, when he finished his career, he had sort of a change of heart. He realized that his career, although it had been wonderful for him, it was not so great for art. It left, it led to a bunch of pale imitations of his work mm-hmm. that were trying to feed off of his success, which was ill gotten. It was gotten magically and not through hard work. So, uh, music and culture sort of hit an innovation slump at that period. So, he hid the, he hid the sheet of comebacks away in one of the dungeons that is rumored to be in the surrounding area, and people have been looking for it ever since.
2: Mm-hmm. I want to know what kind of uh, power it bestows whoever is the holder of the, or whoever sings the song or reads the words.
0: It sort of corrects mistakes that would have been made. Uh, there are tendencies performers have uh, to add personal style to different things or even songwriters choosing the wrong words. Right. When you read music from the sheet, Everything seems to be going right for you. Mm-hmm. It might not be the same thing you wrote down, but it is the true spirit of what you wrote down, and it's incredibly pleasing and catchy to the ear. You know mm-hmm. how certain pop songs, where even though they're garbage, they, they sound awful and you hate them, you have to listen to them ten times? Mm-hmm. That's what this sheet does.
2: Yeah, I think that's good for my role, right? All right.
3: What would I do if I was going to come pick Morty's pockets? Uh, (laughs) he's clearly rolling in money
0: that is a defy danger roll based on dexterity okay so you'd add your dex modifier to a roll of 2d6
3: okay oh four plus two so six fail
0: um so he that was the first
3: roll with these by the way y'all uh so so you
0: (laughs) sneak up behind morty uh trying to get close to him and you're reaching out a hand um, and it's just about the time the music's swelling and Morty has not let on that he's seeing you and as you reach a hand towards your pocket he quickly grabs you twirls you and then dips you um, and leans in (laughs) and kisses you on the cheek and his chapped green goblin-y lips caress your acne-laden teenage cheek and it feels super creepy. Morty,
3: put me down, please.
0: That's what they all say, baby. That's not
3: okay.
0: (laughs) Alright, alright, alright. I'm just joshing with you. Relax.
3: Relax. (laughs)
0: Ah, now it's rumored to be in the mountains which are you know a a pretty good a pretty good journey from here Mm -hmm. uh i was thinking you and your merry band maybe would want to do it huh for morty for for you really for baby blue who wouldn't want to do it as a personal favor to the great soon to be greater baby blue
2: it'll get us out of this bar
4: Closing down during tourist season is always my preferred method of improving business. So mm-hmm. yeah, all right, let's go. Yeah, Bangarang
0: can only handle one or two really good business nights. Most of the time, on a slow night where there's one customer, Bangarang's oh, like, God, oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is my dream. Mm-hmm. What um, do you say, kids?
3: Uh, I guess I'm in. Ugh.
2: There probably plenty of uh, cute animals. On the way.
1: That's what I care about. Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it sounds fun. It sounds fun. We can mm-hmm. uh, we can either uh, bring back your career or protect art. Yeah, one of the two. Mm-hmm. Sounds great.
2: <laughs> and those are the only options you have, baby.
4: <laughs> and to be clear, I'm only going if you only sing these songs at me
2: So. Oh. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. We'll work it out, Morty. We'll work it out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll
0: we'll we'll put in the contract. Uh, you know, we, we, these songs have to be played at McSmee's before more lucrative venues.
2: Okay, yeah.
0: We get them uh, first.
2: We'll work it out. We'll work it out. We'll work we'll out
0: we'll, we'll, we'll something. Uh, we we'll have our people meet your people. Maybe we'd on. perform these songs at McSmee's at some point. Yes. <laughs> at some point, perhaps that will happen. Mm-hmm. We'll <laughs> sign some contracts. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. You'll do your magic thing. You'll help out my client. Everything seems great. You look great tonight. Did I tell you that yet, (laughs) Bangarang? Now, I know most people say, most people, I don't know if you've heard the word on the street. Bangarang looks weird. Bangarang is weird. Bangarang acts weird. I don't believe that for a second. You're a gem. You're a gem, and I don't want you to touch me or get near you. I'm going to leave now. (laughs) (laughs) You're my boy, baby blue. All right, see you later. All right, see you guys. uh, I got to (sighs) go.
2: He said the mountains, but he didn't say where in the I was mountains. gonna say,
3: should we have asked more specifically?
0: There's
2: a lot of mountains.
0: There are a lot of mountains. <laughs> um and you are le- you're you're left there uh to infer What could he have possibly meant by all of that when you are approached by that kobold from earlier? Mm, Hello, everyone. Good evening, Mr. Baby Blue.
2: Okay, I never got your name, kid. Uh,
0: My name is Cormac.
2: Cormac?
0: Cormac, yes.
2: All right, all right, Uh, Cormac. What do you got to say?
0: I I am... uh, mm -mm -mm -mm. Mm, sorry, Mm -hmm. I'm clearing my throat. I am a representative uh, from the informant company that uh, is working with Mr. Goblinstein, Mm -hmm. Um, and I will be describing this mission to you as well as perhaps providing you with some contacts you may need to meet in order to make it mm, successful.
2: All right. Give us the sweet stuff.
0: You will be heading uh, to the Toothpeak Mountains. Uh, They are just uh, back from the incredibly dangerous forest. (laughs) (laughs) So named for the dangers within.
2: Yeah, I got that.
0: There is a cave at the foot of the tooth peaks uh, which you will be entering. It is rumored that there are many dangers. Uh, we found this on the journal of the person we sent to scout that area. Uh, we found it in the journal on his corpse.
3: Very nice.
2: Okay. You don't want to stay in one place for too long, right, kid?
3: That's
0: true. Well, let's keep fine, on the move. Fine. Yes. Let's let's go. Fine. All right. Now I happen to know a person, uh, family actually, that 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 owns a, a chain of horse rental places. If you if you need to to rent or lease
2: a horse, the, is that the Hurst family?
0: That, that would be indeed the Hurst family. Okay. Uh,
1: how how many how many days journey by foot is this? Uh,
0: this by foot it should be a couple weeks. Hmm, if you're lucky and you find your right way through the incredibly dangerous forest, uh, the Fae like to play tricks on people, and often portions of the forest can loop if you don't have a proper map, Mm -hmm. which I so happen to carry for a nominal fee.
2: I'll pay you. I got money. (laughs) Thank you. I've got three coins. (laughs) (laughs) How's three coins for you?
0: What about four coins?
2: It says here
0: <laughs> that I have three coins. <laughs> you know what? Exactly, you here exactly. try. he's trying to negotiate. If you want to negotiate back, uh, oh, I've
2: got charisma at
0: the ass, so yeah, that's, I'll a, that's a parlay. Oh, I'll parlay. Yep. What do I roll? You roll. Uh, you do your roll plus your charisma modifier. Two two d six. Yes. That is ten. 10. Uh, so you, you, you look at him mm-hmm. like he's like sweating a little bit and then you, you spy on, on the map. It says, uh, three gold coins, <laughs> <laughs> and the price tag on it. And he's sort of, Hey baby, how about, uh, how about I do
2: that little thing that you want me to do earlier? to Sing for your for your, for your people like you
0: for the congregation.
2: Yeah, for the congregation of the great
0: dragon tyrant.
2: Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, I'll do that when I get back from this little journey. How about you give me that map for one gold? Well, coin. that
0: would make you part of the brotherhood of of suffering. That that that's great. Yeah,
2: sure, sure. I'll that's do it great. When I get home. Uh, well, work for, gold for gold a corn? brother. For a
0: brother.
4: It's on the house. It's mm. a good friends and family discount right there. May the tyrant <laughs> crush
3: you, but really.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, baby. May the may the tyrant, may the tyrant grind your bones.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> these guys are cheerful. Ugh. Mm-hmm. May he spit upon your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> this tyrant should start making music. I'd probably listen
0: to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Patriarch has great music. Great, great music uh, mm-hmm. th- th- that comes from his sonorous cave. Soon he-, he will descend upon us all and share that music. Or we'll share our music with him, least we be eaten mm. by his mighty jaws. Sure, sure. oh. I- <laughs> Sure, sure.
2: All right. Why don't you scram, kid, and we'll get on our journey, huh? Uh,
0: all right. Uh, so great to meet you, Baby Blues and uh, Assorted Minions of Baby Blue. <laughs> oh, I like the ring of that. <laughs> I'm baby blue and these are my assorted minions. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, the assorted minions. Baby blue and the assorted minions.
4: He swaps them out every five years.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's on the drum head.
2: So what do we do? Do we go uh do we follow the map, I guess? What, what you're you're the you're the expert.
1: Yeah, so I'm the expert at this. Mm-hmm. So uh now that I have a map, is it also of the
0: mountain? Uh yeah, it shows it shows the mountain and the mountain is fairly easy to see. Uh the incredibly dangerous forest is a tall growth forest. Um you know, redwood style trees, a little bit rainforesty except it's more temperate than that. So it's it's usually difficult to see things uh, with the thick trees in the forest. However, the Tooth Mountains are the, the Tooth Mountain collection is an incredibly tall mountain collection near the tallest on the continent. And on a clear day from New Celia, which is a long way away, uh, you can see the peak. Whew. It is so large, this mountain. So, if that, that that's in essentially the foothills of that mountain range. So, it shouldn't be too difficult to find. The difficulty will be finding the specific cave that they're talking about. Right.
1: And Seeing as that cave is probably full of dangerous critters, mm-hmm. uh, we probably should get mounts so that we're not exhausted by the time we get there. Sure. We can.
2: Let's go to the Hertz Render Horse.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you go to Hertz. Um, Hertz is a collection of, hmm, let's see, which species should I assign to Hertz?
1: Talkins. Which one, which one are talking? Talkins are giant goats.
3: <laughs> uh-huh. Ooh,
0: so excited. Yes, the Hertz Rental Company <laughs> rents out rents out uh giant goats, which are of course done uh by by the by the uh brothers of the kid,
1: which mm. are yeah. with mm-hmm.
0: two Ds, which are a uh family of goat people. Um oh, sure. also yeah. know then they founded the Hertz uh rental goat company. Got um it. Yeah. They're, they're, and they have they have a wing here um actually most people rent hurts so you leave the tavern which is alive uh, you you hand you you hand off the keys to close up to your your assistant your long suffering assistant <laughs> <laughs> can't believe she hired a halfling to be a bar back that's seriously <laughs> good diversity hire i guess but <laughs> Could have been a waiter. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, sure. And uh, you, you head out um, and cross the town square to the the Hertz goat rental area where... Um, what, what was the name of these creatures again, Ken? Talkins. Where the talkins... Uh, you can see the talkins. Talkins are standing about, um, I'm going to say... Uh, seven feet tall is Ooh, the, the height of their backs. Yeah, they're incredibly big. Uh, they're usually used for going on mountainous terrain. Uh, the ones uh, in Hertz are incredibly fat and lazy because they're very well fed, and normally they only have to go on dirt roads.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey, baby, can I uh, roll a dice and maybe talk you up to a free guy, free upgrade to a sport utility goat?
0: Well, you have to enter the area and greet these people oh, first. Oh, I got to
2: enter the area. Hey there, goat folks. Hey there.
0: <laughs> uh, well, you look like a good group of travelers.
1: <laughs> Hi.
0: You bet you need a goat. There's bad terrain out there. Are there a
1: bunch of goats in the background? Are there like tokens yeah. running around?
0: They're they're tokens. They're tokens. You can hear them in the back. Like you saw them on the outside within a gated area. Uh, uh, they're huge.
2: Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a baby talking, running around.
1: I'm going to stick around outside <laughs> okay. and go up to the fence and be like, hey, kids. Oh, you're not going to knock uh. this fence down? Want to get sprung? <laughs> 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 they can understand me. <laughs> So so I start explaining to them the concept of freedom, and I'm going to just go through that whole diatribe of how they Okay.
0: Okay, um, I want you to, in a couple sentences, uh, in the very simple goatish language, explain the concept of freedom to them.
1: Okay, so you uh, you can run around wherever roll, roll you want.
0: roll your parlay.
1: My parlay, so 2d6 and something. Mm-hmm. Okay. 7 plus... So it's plus your charisma. (laughs) Minus 1, so 6. So 6. So
0: this is an abject failure. Okay. So keep (laughs) that in (laughs) mind as you describe the concept of freedom to a giant goat.
1: Okay. (laughs) So uh, you can run around wherever you want and eat... Whatever you want and uh, all you have to do, all you have to do is keep yourself warm and safe and away from villains and people who want to villains? enslave you and eat you and uh, animals who oh. want to eat you and, um, <laughs> <laughs> and you have to find your own food. Oh.
3: <laughs> um, can I come in tricks of the trade, um, uh, pick the lock and just let them free without having to break down the
0: fence or convince them? You, you absolutely can <laughs> let them free. <laughs>
3: Uh, I'm gonna talk
2: up the 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 folks at the desk.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're you're really busy. All right. What what are we doing here? How many how many talkins can I offer you? Hey, hey.
2: What what, what do you say? Uh, I just sing you a song. You know, maybe you don't recognize me. I'm Willem Baby Blues.
0: Oh no, not the Willem Baby Blues. That's right, baby. Who's going the... to pay full price for his talkins? Oh. <laughs> Hey, that's well, the rumor that's been going around about the you. Rumor? All right. Well,
2: how about a little song? And then I'll,
0: uh, <laughs> on top are, of full price. You're too kind. Uh, yeah.
2: I'll <laughs> sing a song and you know, you just one, one, one little thing. Just stare right at me while I'm singing. Please. Never, <laughs> oh, don't definitely. I'll
0: make direct eye contact with you. <laughs> I wouldn't want to miss a moment of this free song. That's right, for sure.
3: Am I picking the lock? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, five
0: plus two. Seven. Seven. Okay, so it's <laughs> successful, but also unsuccessful in a way. There is a certain drawback to it, um uh, being seven. So you pick the lock. However, uh, it does attract attention of the local constable. Mm. All right, what's all this then? What's going on here?
3: Oh, h- hello. I didn't see you up there.
0: Oh, uh, well, I saw you down there, miss. <clears throat> What seems to be the problem? Are you picking.? Uh, it seems to be you've got a lot of hairpins in something that normally uses keys.
3: Um, I got lost. <laughs> <We're> rolling <laughs> your fire okay. uh, uh,
0: 11? 11. Charisma? So 10. So, yeah, so this is actually a very convincing lie.
3: <laughs> I just. Uh... You know that halflings are stupider than humans, and so sometimes...
0: Oh, yup, yup, it's just your nature, you can't help it, because you only come up to our knees, so you're only as smart as human knees.
3: That's exactly why I have all of these hairpins in the lock to this goat rental farm.
0: Oh! All right, I'll say this really slow for you, all right? You use a key... (laughs) ...on a lock... And the nice goat man inside will give you one if you give them a shiny. (laughs) This is a shiny. Oh. It's a unit of money, which can be exchanged for goods and services. Right? So just go see the goat man. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. (sighs) Thank you for your involvement in our community. All right. So, meanwhile, you're hypnotizing these goat men. It's not unusual to be
2: loved by half-people. I used to
0: love this song.
2: (laughs) Hold on. Hold on on one second. Did you say...
0: You used to love this song? Oh, it was great. It was very popular. Well, you know when it was relevant? Oh, sure, 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 sure. I'm getting into it though. It's still still relevant. Here we go.
2: His it's Well,
0: that's debatable. <laughs> make your make your roll for this. What, what what ability are you using? Me? Uh for what? your hypnotic I I assume that's what you're doing. Yeah, um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make them
2: fl- it goes to 11, make them flail in confusion <laughs>
0: uh, they're I'm not suck- flailing in confusion they're trying to dance uh, <laughs> goat people are notoriously terrible at dance and all rhythmic activities <laughs> okay, so uh,
2: roll 2d6 on a 10 plus the target flails in confusion or dances Mm-hmm. So here we go, and I get plus two charisma. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's a six plus two plus another two for my uh, thing. Is ten?
0: Ten. Yes. ten. All right, so <laughs> it works spectacularly. And uh, his goat wife, honey, what's going the... on? It's, it's the, the song we used to love maybe ten years ago <laughs> <laughs> when we were young and our generation was in charge of what was popular. Mm-hmm. And they begin dancing together. Mm-hmm. Um, but goat dancing so, is, like, very instinctual. <laughs> Um, and they start knocking heads a little bit, Aww. um, and, uh, they come together as, as it swells to a close. Uh, they knock their heads together in a passionate kiss that, uh, knocks them out. Ah. All right. Let's grab one of those. Uh, now you can just steal you heroes. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's get one of those
2: luxury goats.
4: I think I think there's two sedan goats. <laughs> there's one luxury goat, and then there's one cursed goat. There's one cursed compact goat. Yes. <laughs>
3: Can someone help me up, please?
0: All right, now somebody's going to need to roll a discern realities to assess these goats. Oh, okay. okay. And make sure you pick the right goat, because the difference between a luxury goat and a cursed goat... <laughs> I'm not, because okay. my charisma's atrocious, y'all. Uh... Is discern reality's charisma, or is it what? What is it? Oh. Wisdom, wisdom. wisdom. Oh, and so I'm going to roll only two of you can try and attempt to make this check. You've
3: got plus two wisdom, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right.
2: Let's yeah,
0: you
3: do it. Go, go
2: girl. Right. You're yeah, the wise. Girl. Yeah, you're the wise. Uh, the
4: wise one. Oh, yeah, because I'm like old and stuff. Yeah, yeah for exactly. Sure.
1: For sure. So I, yeah. Well, so I think you roll. Do we count me being right. inside? Because I'm the other wisdom-y person. You're or not inside. Can you're I out not do this? You're out So you're yeah. the only other person you're who can you're do you're this? one of
0: these persons. It's got to be her. It's got to be her. So he's just going to leave it up to her. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. That's six plus what? what's your wisdom two. modifiers okay, to? So that's eight. So it's uh, successful, but there is a drawback. You're, you're looking at them and you're like, okay, so th- it looks like there are at least two luxury goats and two sedan class goats. Um, it looks like they probably already rented out the cursed goat. Uh, so nice. you don't notice the fact that one of those luxury goats is a cursed luxury goat. <laughs> it's 11. a goat. It's 11. <laughs> it is a goat of a cursed luxury. <laughs> okay um so you have a 50 50 shot of getting a great luxury goat and getting a cursed luxury goat what's the role like what would be uh, that? that would just be evens or odds oh shit wait what yeah evens. so would are be... we just getting
1: one goat is that enough to carry a, all of us look
0: at your, your giant you like these goats are huge
1: Oh, Those goats oh. are enormous. Oh, it's like a
3: family
0: sized goat. Yeah. Okay,
2: what, what roll? Who's, who's gonna roll? And, one, and luxury the luxury goats hands? are a little
0: bit longer than most.
1: So you two remain the only two inside unless you come get us. Oh,
0: fuck.
3: So
2: should we roll, get them
0: or should we roll? Let's roll, roll. Roll 50, roll? 50, 50. It's, it's more roll. interesting if you get a goat of a cursed luxury. Do you, do you want me just one die, right? <laughs> one die, yeah. And do you like evens or odds? Oh, fuck me. God <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's, what's what? Uh, whichever one you like is the one.
1: That is not accursed. That, that
0: is not accursed. I'm gonna I'm gonna say evens. Evens, you want it to be even. Alright. Evens. Even Stevens. I want this
3: to be a cursed goat way more than I should. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's uh, even. It is you get a luxury goat. Uh, perfectly serviceable, reliable <laughs> goat. Uh 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 uh, 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 uh.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm. Beautiful. Yeah, that thing bawls like a kitten. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) Uh, You you start packing up your luxury goat. You've got your map. Um, So now you need to roll three rolls as you are going to go on a journey. Uh You need to make a navigation roll. You need to make a scouting roll. And you need to make a quartermaster roll. As someone is in charge of your rations,
1: <laughs> Can I scout guys, come on! I'm small; no one will see me. I'll navigate. What Bangerang. Clearly, I'm in charge of sustenance.
0: Yeah,
3: because <laughs> old blue eyes over.
0: <sighs> <laughs> Who's reading the map? Hey, hold on, <laughs> hold on! <laughs> that, that,
2: Not old blue eyes, baby. That's Baby, blue. <laughs> baby blues, baby blues. You all sound the same to me.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Zinotra. Notra. laughs> the half elf. <laughs>
3: Seriously, you guys all sound the same to me.
0: Okay, so wait, wait you were just talking about speciesist, like <laughs> not. I don't hate on them because ago. he's a half elf. I hate on him because he
3: sucks. <laughs> That's what half elves do. Now You're too specious. precocious. So I'm gonna do a roll for scouting. Yep. Two d6. Yes. Six plus anything. What
0: am I doing? Um, scouting would be plus wisdom.
3: Um, fail. So just six. Okay. <laughs>
0: uh, so you will not notice dangers. Uh, nice. Okay. So oh, good. So okay. um, navigation, which is intelligence based.
1: So, so, so eight.
0: Eight. All right. So yeah, you you get it. You get people to the right place. However, there is a drawback. And quartermaster. Oh boy. What's this the, is intelligence based.
4: So plus one, so eight
0: eight ah, uh, so there is so you successfully do it but there is also a drawback um, is that how- so the journey is going to take the uh, standard number of days and also consume the standard number of rations so everybody will mark off that one ration is gone from your kit of rations uh, i have 5 5 is that right yes five uses
1: oh no what if we don't have dungeon rations yeah. What? what do we do?
2: I think everybody has it, right?
1: No, I don't. I decided Mm-mm. to take ammo instead.
2: <laughs> oh, I've got five, I mean.
0: So you'll have to ask one of your allies for a ration. Blue? Why's it gotta be me?
1: Because I... you have so much.
2: I don't have so much. You have so much to give. <laughs> I don't have so much. Let's see what everybody else has. How many? <laughs> let's see what everybody else
1: got. I, yes, let's see what everyone
3: else has. I don't know
0: what I'm doing. It would be under your equipment.
3: You start with one dungeon rations. Five uses,
1: one weight.
2: One ration, five uses. Yep. So, does each use count as yeah. like you got five?
1: Five uses. Oh, five. hold on, hold on. I have one dungeon ration. Okay. I don't have yeah. dungeon rations for the ride back.
0: There gotcha. you go. So you'll just use them all up when you're here. There we go. See, we're learning. Yeah, just keep it to yourself. All right. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. So now we've got four uses. Well. We
0: didn't do this last time. Nope. <laughs> that is correct
3: <laughs> that was a dumb one okay can I I have a connections advanced move I would like to see if I can ask my underground network about any of the dangers in the super dangerous forest or whatever it was. yeah oh yeah yeah the yeah. incredibly dangerous forest the
0: incredibly dangerous forest um why don't you roll it okay all okay six minus
3: five so five
0: (laughs) minus one so it does nothing Um, yeah so you go and (laughs) most of your (laughs) connections are like you don't go there
3: (laughs) thanks guys
0: they name it that for a reason
3: no I I just thought it'd be worth that we're going so thank
0: you all right I've got a knife of could put your eye out And you don't touch it because it could put your eye out.
3: What if you needed to chop up some charcuterie? Would you then not touch it? Then I'd get
0: a knife of charcuterie. I wouldn't get a knife that could put your eye out.
3: I hate goblins.
0: Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But we're not speciesists. That's speciesist.
3: (laughs) Don't tell me about (laughs) speciesist.
0: Whatever. We don't need to pronounce it that way. (laughs) All right. um, So, yeah, you don't have much information about, like, you know a lot of city people. Okay. Um, and this is a real, this is a real rough and tumble adventure thing. Most of the time they'd come to you for that sort of advice. Um, so when you're, and, and this translates to when you're scouting, uh, you don't know a lot of what to look for. I mean, generally speaking, uh, you'd know, oh, uh, make sure to check all dark tunnels in a dungeon or ancient temple. Or uh, yeah, don't go down that alley in New Celia. It's full of crooks.
3: Watch out for lounge singers.
0: Yeah, like watch out. Don't get drunk around lounge singers. Lots of like really reasonable advice. Uh, but for when you're not surrounded by gigantic trees, um, so you don't know much about the creatures out here, um, and you're like, eh, this seems to be as good a place to keep, make camp as any, and you sort of pop down. So you guys are making camp enjoying your rations, telling stories. Does anybody want to do anything?
1: So uh, one of the nights I'm going to finish up my writing early uh, and give Bertram instructions for uh, the number of copies he has to make (laughs) and uh, how I want my margins spaced. (laughs) And then uh, I'm going to go uh, see if I can find any local wildlife and uh, see see what's what's up in the city, or in the All city, right. in the forest. Make things are
0: going. a discern realities check for me. And you are allowed to ask questions on that discern reality sheet.
1: So that is an eight.
0: An eight, you'll be able to ask one of those
1: questions. Okay.
0: And get a truthful um,
1: answer. Let's see. Oh. I want to know what here is not what it appears to be. It's a question on the sheet. And we're in the dangerous woods, you say, right? Yes. So there we go. You're
0: in the incredibly dangerous woods. And one of the things about the incredibly dangerous woods is it looks like tonight is a calm, cool evening. You close your eyes, take in a deep breath, and just absorb the environment. You're a ranger, and this is your place to be. Mm. And then you sit, and you listen, and you hear something odd. And that odd thing is nothing. There are no birds singing. There is no happy chittering of animals as there normally is. Uh, There's just silence right now.
2: Can I say at this point, I am in my underwear and socks and uh, my tuxedo is draped over different branches uh, (laughs) and I'm putting some water on the fire so it steams them to get the wrinkles out.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're, you're steaming. you've you
2: rigged your steaming... Uh-huh. I just want to get the wrinkles out so I'm looking, you know, I'm fresh tomorrow.
3: frantically trying to wash my face with this new anti-acne cream, and it's kind of stinging and not working great. Oh, baby.
2: <sighs> Proactive.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I also want to do a trap expert move.
0: So you're rigging up a trap?
3: Uh, no, uh, it's um, when you spend a moment to survey a dangerous area, uh, I can find out either, is there a trap here? If so, what activates
0: it? What does the trap do when activated? it? And what else is hidden here? all right um so you are looking around the perimeter when you're noticing hey those logs that baby blue came back with they were pre-cut and if there's one thing that you know about baby blues is that he does not chop wood at all and then you look uh at, at the pond that you were drinking from and you're like hey It's odd. There doesn't seem like there would be a lot of rainfall in this area. And there's also no algae at the bottom of this pond. And come to think of it, when we built the fire, I don't remember any of us putting that ring of rocks up. This was a ready-made campsite. This whole area might be a gigantic...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I come rushing back to the thing, my my flaming hair bouncing up and down. Guys, guys, something's wrong with the campsite.
0: <laughs> and uh, you see two enormous trolls looming over your campsite. It looks like we got ourselves some adventurers. Oh, that's good, Horace. I haven't eaten in weeks. <laughs> And get ready for combat. Now, the way uh, combat works in Dungeon World, for those of you who are initiates in D&D and did not listen to the initial episode of One Shot, uh, there's no formal initiative and you just call out uh, what to do as you do it. However, we're going to explore that next week as I believe we'll take a break for right now. That's it for One Shot this week, heroes, but we'll be back next week with more Dungeon World. Heroes, I encourage every one of you to check out the Nerdette podcast on WBEZ. Trisha and her co-host, Greta Johnson, bring you new and fascinating analysis of nerd culture every week. From Doctor Who to the Scrabble World Championships, Nerdette covers everything, including stuff I had no idea it was possible to be nerdy about. Also, they were nice enough to invite Kat and I on the air to discuss our passion for gaming nerdat also happens to be one of the podcasts i enjoy every week on my way to work speaking of podcasts alex manich joined us this week to play baby blue he and i host an improv podcast called the overshare which comes out every wednesday this week alex and i sat down with the nerdy comedy duo ray bradgary to discuss their psychedelic vacation to south america it got pretty bananas Also, don't forget, coming up later this week on Thursday, I sit down with David M. Walt, the senior editor for Forbes magazine and writer of Of Dice and Men. We had a fascinating conversation about gaming, campaign design, and world building. Critical success the Overshare and Shot are all part of the Peaches and Hot Sauce comedy network. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based network that features podcasts, articles, and videos for you to enjoy over at peachesandhotsauce.com. All those shows are very young programs that could use your help to grow. And they are all now available on iTunes. If you like OneShot, if you like Critical Success, or even the Overshare, head over to our iTunes pages and give us some ratings and reviews. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. Also, telling your friends about us couldn't hurt. Don't forget, One Shot's going to be at the College of DuPage for CODCon April 4th through 6th and C2E2 April 25th through 27th. Let's hear some copy about that. The Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, also known as C2E2, is a convention spanning the latest and greatest in comics, movies, television, toys, anime, manga, and video games bringing the best of popular culture to downtown Chicago on April 25th through 27th. C2E2's show floor is packed with hundreds of exhibitors, panels, and guests, such as Adam Hughes, Brian Azzarello, Eve Miles, and more. It also has autograph sessions, giving fans a chance to interact with their favorite creators, and screening rooms featuring sneak peeks of films and television shows months before they hit either the big or small screen. Join us for the best weekend of the year, April 25th through 27th. For more info, head over to C2E2.com. For the latest one-shot news and the quickest way to get in contact with me, head over to Twitter and subscribe to at OneShotRPG. You can also send me an email at jamesdamatoismagic at gmail.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes.